Hey everyone, Quincy here. Wanted to say thank you for catching this replay of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show on your audio platform of choice. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also learn more and enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. Okay, so we'll start dialing in as everybody is 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 coming in. Appreciate seeing everybody here. Uh, I'd like to welcome everybody to another episode of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show. I got to work on remembering what number episode we're on. So Toto, let me know where we're at so we can I can get back on track with making sure we're what episode we're on. I want to say we're at least a hundred and like thirty five or something like that. Maybe maybe more, maybe less. But it is. Another episode. We go live here every Thursday, 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST, live on the Instagram account for Perfect Soccer, which is at perfect underscore soccer on Instagram, and sometimes on Zoom when we got ourselves a um, a guest for the show for the day. Um, but I am your host, 13-year pro. We're officially with it because your boy's with the Oakland Roots now. 13-year pro, uh, 11-year MLS pro, uh, Black Players for Change founder, uh, MLS Comeback Player of the Year. Uh, what do we, we got? UC Davis Hall of Fame member uh, and mental strength coach, MSL of the the Mental Strength League. Yo, shout out, shout out those of you who are down in the MSL. Know what the MSL is, the Mental Strength League. Um, what it is and what we talk about, because that's what we break down, dissect, reflect, and project here on the show. Every Thursday, 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST, the Mental Strength League. It is a game of 40 mental chess. Mental 40 chess, 40 mental chess, however you want to say it, however you want to slice it. But it is a game where you're either an active participant or you're steady in the game getting played. Being a pawn, hey, pawns can pawns have a lot of value. Pawns can move around. Pawns can turn into any other piece on the board so long as they get to the other side. And that's what we break down, talk about, and go deep on here on the Perfect Soccer account on the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show. So I'd like to welcome you to another episode. If you're down in MSL, drop the I'm in your head emojis because you know what it is. It's a, it's a symbol of hope, a beacon of hope of strength, of, of power, of humble, humbleness, of confidence. It's a shield, it's a weapon, it's, a, it's a, an attack missile, it's a defense system. Um, it's everything all rolled up into one. It's a positive message, it's a negative energy aggregator, and it is a positivity producer, projector. Uh, and everything in between. Um, for those of you who are just joining in for the first time, you don't know what the MSL is, or you're just like, you know what, I want to know what the MSL is. You're becoming aware. Your self-awareness is upgrading. You say, like, listen, I'm ready to elevate 
amplify, amplify, elevate, thrive. Not just be able to survive, but thrive. I want to I wanna be ready so I don't have to get ready, so I can stay ready, at the ready, all ready. Get it? Just dropping bars out here. That's what we're out here doing. If you would like to do that, you'd like to know how to do that, well, you are in the right place. You're in the right place because the MSL mentality, the MSL mindset, the MSL approach to design thinking is the mindset you need to accomplish your goals. It is the mentality software upgrade we are introducing to the world because we got that hardware. You got that hardware. But technology, hey, technology, your cell phone needs some software upgrade from time to time. You know what happens when you don't upgrade that that software from time to time. You get those notifications. Maybe you put off those notifications, and then eventually your system crashes. Well, we're here to prevent that. We want to be preventative um, to your mental software from crashing. And that's what the AmeriCorps process is here for, right? The first three steps, the three S's of self-awareness. That's what we break down. That's what we go over. That's what we uh, speak to and have been speaking to here on the hashtag Ask Soccer Pro Show for well over two two years now. Um, we created an amazing, deeply engaged, deeply thoughtful, uh, deeply disciplined uh, community of individuals who are on a path to accomplishing their goals as they define them for themselves. And if you'd like to be a part of this community, teamwork equals dream work, long-term winner's mindset, uh, welcome, welcome. Because not only do you have time here today with us because your presence, our presence is a present we're going to invest in ourselves to invest in our future because of per- an investment in perfect soccer is an investment of yourself and an investment of your time being your most valuable asset. You invest in that here with us here now or here in the future, which is your current present because you're re-listening to this replay on one of our platforms or your favorite platform of choice. I'd like to say thank you. I appreciate you. And I hope to continue to have you along this journey of being human and uh, maximizing our potential. So if you guys are ready for today's episode, please spam that heart button. Spam that heart button. Drop the mom in your head emojis and start dropping some of your questions if you got any. Because I think today's flow of the show, I'll go over a little bit of a just an update on what's been going on these last couple of weeks, especially here uh, most recently at the uh, MLS All-Star Game. We did the the... Black Equity uh, Bridges to Prosperity panel in collaboration with Hunter Black Men of America, MLS Works, and BBC Black Players for Change. Um, it was an amazing event. You see many of the individuals um, up there um, in preparation for the actual uh, conversation that we had. Uh, though we were limited on time, I believe it was extremely impactful. We touched on a, a, a lot of high-level um, items that we're definitely going to be able to dive deeper into as a result of this event and um, and bring everything full circle. So um, if you haven't had an opportunity or you, you, you were unaware of the live stream of this, um, I want to say over 50,000 people plus tuned in live, which was awesome to see. Um, and that's not going to count all the all the replays and individuals who are who are getting dialed in and consuming the the things that we discussed over the course of about an hour and fifteen minutes, maybe an hour and a half, hour and fifteen minutes when it was all said and done. Uh, so yeah, you head over to blackplayersforchange.org/barbershop. The uh, live replay should be up on there, and any 
anybody and everybody who who checks that out wants to watch the replay uh, reshare on their platform or channel clip it up break it down um, we can always discuss it not only here today if you happen to watch it live yourself or catch the replay already um, but in future episodes so um, let's see what we got here oh. That was a good little message that came through of a future hashtag Ask the Soccer Pro Show guest. We'll make that announcement once we lock him in and we're good to go. Uh, shout out Joe Jackson, dropping the mime in your head emojis. Loving that. Tony, dropping the cool sunglasses I'm in your head emojis. Um, Daniel, welcome. Michael, welcome, welcome, welcome. Fernandinho. Glad to see you. Y E A Ox G A for all. Hey, yeah, Ox G A for all. Uh, what's going on, brother? Uh, follow the long river. I feel like I haven't seen you in quite some time. How's the river been flowing on your end? Um, Daniel Perkins, what's happening? Um, Daniel, did I get your question? Okay, so let's see what we got here. Show off a couple assets. What other assets you got on here on the panel? Um, so, the steps. There we go. Yeah, so a little bit. You know, shout out to everybody who attended live. Um, uh, I'm going to butcher your name. Chandrima? Chandrima had reposted, you know, what does equity look like? Uh, it looks transparent. Uh, she reshared that on her on her channel in a clip from the episode, which was awesome. Appreciate that. Transparency is crucially important, imperative. We we break down really what the MSL culture is, and we we speak on it is radical transparency, right? So if you're wanting to understand what transparency looks like, how to get to radical transparency, which is the uh, methodology of the Mental Strength League, head over to PerfectSoccerSkills.com/slash-radical-transparency. And go ahead and jump all in, because um, that's where we make it clear. Um, yo, shout out uh, Don Garber for for publishing on his accounts. I couldn't be prouder of the collaboration between 100 Black Men, BPC, and MLS Works um, as we host the Barbershop Forum, focused on building wealth and equity within the Black community. So, dope conversations. Uh, uh, great group of high-ranking individuals. Um, working together to bridge a lot of bridge a lot of gaps, build a lot of infrastructure, uh, and bringing everything together. What I'm liking to this uh, shout out. Oh, shout out! So I can't. I don't have the whole image show. Shout out, Serena, pulling together our traditional modern garb. Um, you guys could definitely go on my personal account. What's going on, George? Welcome. Uh, you guys can head to my personal account and um, and uh, check out all the images and stuff we'll be adding and clips and stuff over time. Let's see. As we do that, we'll pull up the first question of the day. And that comes from Daniel. Daniel said, I'm, plan I'm planning on walking on for a D1 team later this year, but struggling with confidence. Any advice? Yeah, I would highly recommend that you head over to... And Pogba, if you could drop, drop this in so he sees it, perfectsoccerskills.com slash free access. Uh, you asking me that question lets me know you have not created your free Perfect Soccer Team membership account. 
because um, if you had and you'd signed up and gotten on there, you'd get access to the Perfect Soccer Player Blueprint, where we break down the nine keys to soccer success. One of those is how to uh, create confidence. Confidence is like a, it's a muscle, it's a skill, right? It's one that you develop over time, and um, you, if you don't use it, you lose it, right? Uh, confidence tends to come as a result of uh, a belief that you're capable of accomplishing something uh, yeah getting something accomplished and you seeing it happen reinforces that belief and then it's a it's a positive feedback loop uh, confidence or lack of confidence could also be a negative feedback loop that you spiral down so we practice the three S's of self-awareness um, which is uh, the function of radical transparency, right? And we learn how to be radically transparent with ourselves and others, so that we can we can um, we can assess what we need to make sure we need to put in place or be doing regularly, so that we can um, we can build that build and maintain that confidence over time. Thank you, Pogba, dropping that right there. Free access. So um, if you haven't done that. I highly recommend that you do so. Okay, and then a double question, because Daniel submitted to you. So uh, he said, I'm planning on, oh, no, let me just do that one. Oh, this one's not working. So the secondary one that he had come in was, oh, that's my, there we go, got it. Wall joining in, what's up, Wall? Thanks for stopping by, brother. Love that. Appreciate appreciate you. Um, and thanks, bro. I definitely checked it out. 100. Yes, of course. Uh, Wall, stopping by, everybody. Say what's up to uh, to Wall. Um, what age would you say it's unrealistic to attempt to pursue a professional career? You guys know I'm, a, I'm an eternal optimist. I think if you figure out if you figure out a very unique way in which you can provide value to an organization, there is really no limit in age to becoming a pro. Now, the chances and likelihood and number of opportunities you have, the older you get and the longer you haven't played pro goes down dramatically. So don't get me wrong, it goes down six, extremely dramatically. But I'll pose this to kind of prove, make my point. Let's say you never played professional soccer at any level at any time your whole life, but you practiced specialty free kicks like bombs from midfield and just nasty knuckleball craziness from like 30 uh, speaking of wall so uh wall wall scored a banger in uh in the oakland game against new mexico last week right at least 35 maybe 37 to 40 out depending on the angle you want to call it right let's say that's all you did was you hyper focus and practice hitting knuckleballs from distance that are just so devastatingly um, difficult to stop that you if you shot the ball two times, you could score at least once guaranteed. Well, in a game, there's going to be at least one or two fouls in the opponent's offensive in your opponent's defensive half of the field where you could take a free kick. Let's say this person had never played pro, doesn't really understand the game or doesn't know anything. The value of being able to score goals, if you could score goals from distance like that from free kick, might be so great that a club, a, a, a coach, a system may 
essentially play down a man with 10 men because you're on the field and you can't really play. You're not very good. But they have you on the field because they know 50% of the time you shoot from anything outside the box is a goal. That may be worth having you be on the professional squad and in the game because the specialty of your skill set is so good that it makes up for your lack of everything else. So I would not recommend that that's the way you want to approach uh, building your career um, to maximize the likelihood that you get to the professional level if that's your goal. But I, I, I use that as an example to set context for not limiting, not limiting the ideas in which you can come up with of finding a way to 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 make it or to get in so like that that's a that's, that's a good question um let's see what we got here nia joined in what's going on nia uh how's uh how's everything going did you were you able to figure out what your plan is uh to hopefully get overseas here uh george said age is just a number my man that's right because uh, what what's your what's your mental age What's your physical age and what's your chronological age, right? I feel uh, which is great is uh, being on this panel and the work that has been going, that it went into getting to putting together this panel and, and participating on it and, and a lot of the, a lot of the stuff that went into it. I feel like my, uh, my mental age is, is 70, right? Coming with that wisdom. My chronological age is 33 years old in my physical age based on uh, investing and taking care of myself and my body is 26. So you got you can break it up and slice it down however you need to, but make sure you practice in those three S's of self-awareness so you're actually dialed in with what you're talking about. Because, right, uh, in this day, day and age of social media and Photoshop and your ability to you know, work out six months ago and record that workout and post that across your account for the next six months and uh, be definitely out of shape and not ready to go. Um, I think it, it's actually more difficult to hold yourself accountable to the goals that you may have for yourself because uh, self-discipline is, uh, is, um, is necessary and real. Um, shout out Serena putting together, speaking of real and reels, um, shout out Serena for putting together uh, a little bit of behind the scenes footage, sending it over my way uh, before the show here um, as well. So great event, good times. I think lots to unpack. I think many many stories and many positive things will will result from this. A lot of a lot of um, a lot of uh, meaningful. Uh, and at sometimes difficult conversations will be had so we can find ways in which we can bridge these gaps and uh, make sure we're living up to the hashtag together there will be change, right? Uh, we practice what we preach, we preach what we practice. And the MSL community, the Perfect Soccer community has been massively influential in uh, bringing this together and making this happen. So I appreciate every single one of you who's been on from Jump and who's jumping on board. Um, Everyone has their role. Everyone has value they provide and bring to the table, whether you are aware of it or not. And if you aren't and want to figure out how, that's where the uh, radical transparency can can help you figure that out for yourself. Because the P in perfect soccer stands for passion, and that's what we want um, everybody to be able to invest their time in pursuing. 
um, uh, there's different paths to get there. And uh, we want to make sure we're, we're a platform where you can onboard any way you see fit because soccer is just a vehicle um, to help us deliver this message. It brings us together. We might not all play pro. We might not even play the game. We might have a friend or family member who's into it. We might have just stumbled off onto this uh, randomly. But the MSL mentality mindset is applicable to any industry at any point in time. So appreciate having you guys here and always being engaged and stand staying on board because uh you know lets us know we're doing something right um if anyone did attend the live or hear uh the talk um what are some maybe thoughts takeaways feedback uh, for for those who've yet to watch but uh hopefully or are looking for a reason why they should uh that would be that'd be helpful uh, Pogba Jr. said, honestly, I would use Jamie Vardy as an example. He didn't make it until he was like 25. He said he was just having fun with friends and wasn't expecting to go pro, but look at him now. There you go. That is a great example. He's been balling. <clears throat> Nia, Nia said, happy happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Thank you very much. Said, you and your wife with the matching outfits is everything. Love her dress. Thank you very much. She killed it on getting that stuff together. So it's amazing so let's see what we got else here um big big shout out to oh this is good too so got everybody's images and stuff big shout out justin morrill been doing an amazing job as executive director of bpc for over a year plus now um the ups and downs of this process has been um has been difficult at times, but it's definitely been very, uh, very positive and fun at times as well, too. Um, I think uh, the work he's been doing, we've been doing together uh, in conjunction with the, the entire executive board and the and the, the broader uh, player pool, uh, BPC members has been has been amazing. Um, you know, it was dope to get to see everybody and interact with everyone in person as we've been doing a lot of this stuff remote over Zoom for over a year now, right? So uh, I feel like this is the first in-person event in quite some time. Um, hey, shout out Serena and coming with the, the flyness. Uh, and then I was gonna look at, there we go, sit and see what other, what other stuff we got of everybody here. So, um, and it's covering up their faces, but shout out Luke. Um, Luke is legal for BPC, been helping with amazing stuff. Rodney to the right of Luke, who's in the, the white here, um, has been managing and running PR and everybody has basically been wearing different multiple hats, right? We, we might have our title or, or position that kind of makes it easy to understand what kind of division, what we're spending our time on focusing in on, but it's been a huge team effort. Everybody's been working, you know, if you need to be a water boy, I know we don't necessarily have one at this, but a water boy, water girl, we've been doing that all the way up to, um, executive work, uh, and in between, um, it's been amazing. It's been an amazing experience and it's been dope to see everyone and, and everything come together. So I wanted to definitely make sure I spent some time um, 
shouting everybody out and letting the, the whole community know. I know we've been talking to a lot of these things for some time. What's going on, Mark? Welcome, welcome. Charles, thanks for joining in. John Hollinger, what's happening, bro? Um, let's see. And then I, I, uh, I unfortunately, I didn't download the image with uh, Dr. Chelsea Hayward and um, Angela Lashika of Players Coalition, um, who was there um, in great support as well, too. So I need to yeah, see if I can. I saw it was posted to my feed, but I didn't actually get the screen share of that. Or, or grab that. Otherwise, I show you guys that. So, but shout out Players Coalition. They've been they're massively helpful and influential in, in bringing this all together and helping with everything as well too. So, um, this won't be the first time I bring this up. We'll talk about it as well uh, with everybody um, as everybody's able to catch the replay. Any questions as well too? Because I think this was this was monumental. This was a very 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 important uh, moment in soccer history. So I am um, extremely grateful and um, excited for for what's to come as a result of this so let's see so as we let's see we circle back with that and we'll get into more of that soccer stuff yo this this image also came in yo shout out little riser riser uh and the the fam Got getting their perfect soccer merch, perfect soccer mom merch. I'm in your head, merch. Uh, dope to see. Let's see what we got here. Dizzy, welcome, welcome. Okay, questions in. Is there other, other questions? No other questions. The chat box. Let me drop through the the. You said looks like a super dope event. Beautiful location. It was. It was really cool. Um. <clears throat> love that you're back. Mark said, love that you're back on the field. Keep pushing. Also looking fly with the jacket. Thank you very much, brother. Man, it has been a roller coaster um, getting back into it, but I'm um, excited to get into the swing of things and seeing everything come together. Five game, five game unbeaten streak here with the five game unbeaten streak here with Oakland Roots and been here for five games. So I like I like that those those statistics. Um, shout out John um, Morrissey over on uh, over on Twitter uh, at USL Tactics. He uh, he 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 looks like he is a massive fan of the USL and uh, massive advocate for for the league. Um, invests a lot of his time watching these games and breaking down clips, tactical clips, and um, sharing them on his account. He just he, I just became aware of a, of the feed that he just posted. He's talking about um, that he's been a very, very super critical of the Oakland Roots attack um, for most of the year, uh, which I think is a fair assessment. We weren't necessarily performing too well um, for the first half of the season. Uh, but he said in recent weeks, Quincy has been a big engine in, 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 in being behind the glow up. Uh, below you can see a few instances of his pressuring impact and smart off the ball running. And what I like about this with regard to breaking down the clips, because there's so many different aspects and um, and um, pieces and nuances of the game. And I know we've spoken a lot here about me trying to do the best I can to at least maybe clip some clip some stuff from, from trainings, clip some stuff from games. But those are all things that take time, effort, energy to do. 
um, as well as a, a level of understanding of how to assess, read the game, see these nuances, pick up on these pieces like this. And I think uh, uh, luckily for me, John does a great, great job of that and made it very easy. So I'm more than happy to, you know, showcase and highlight some of the work that he's been doing here and how he's bringing that together. Um, and I think it's also a great tool for studying, um, studying players um, and movements off the ball and the, the little things that add up over the course of a game, uh, subtle nuance and pressure, how to make uh, passing lanes seem like they're available. So players try to try to thread the needle. You can you can um, disrupt their their play and then create opportunities and space for for your teammates. Um, as well as runs, like you're seeing here right now, runs on the ball, runs off the ball to create good angles to crash across near post, right? Um, taking your defender away from the position that you want to go, coming off their back shoulder and making runs across. So I think these are things that you know players can 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 really jump into to dissect, and I'll and I'll show a couple of other clips that he did as well too, because he he pulled a pulled a few. So let's see what we got here. Um, Uh, Daniel said, asked, um, having accomplished a lot already in soccer, are there any goals you still haven't reached? Oh, that's a good question. I think, hmm. well, uh, one goal is, you know, using, uh, using soccer as a vehicle to reach over 1 billion individuals and, and create not only reach one billion individuals, but um, have a have it as a vehicle to to create over a billion self-sufficient, goal-oriented, focused, individual, disciplined uh, individuals. Um, so I haven't reached that goal yet, but I think we're well on our way. When talking about reaching over a billion people, I think we. I don't even think I know because at Perfect Perfect Sag, we can tell you what you think. We think we, we tell you what we know from personal experience. Um, we've reached well over a billion people um, as a result of the you know the work we've been doing with BPC and the the initial uh, protests and and coming out an announcement of our organization back back on Juneteenth of 2020. So um, our reach is there. Our our ability to execute on a on a campaign to to reach that wide of an audience is there and um, garner the interest of the wider market, um, which is amazing. And that's a result of the years and years of work and experience and skills we've been developing over time. And um, the need for the tools, resources and access that that we we speak about, not only here on this plan uh, on this platform and channel, but all the platforms and channels that were were participants in. Uh, so I think I think there's a lot of goals that that would be the largest um, for me. And then with regard to personal accolades, um, let's uh, let's let's add winning a USL uh, championship uh, to the list. So um, yeah, oh, we can always set goals. I think we set lar large standing goals that. A lot of milestones and a lot of accomplishments will be made along the way. Um, 88 L-E-U-R-R-A-L-L-I-V asks, how's it going with the Oakland Roots? I think it is going quite well. So let's see if we pull up a, the secondary clip. So we got one. 
to um yeah whoop ooh hoo hoo just wonder if someone's gonna end up seeing that one uh a decent little one against uh, LAFC's Duke nice little Meg on man's uh yeah but make sure you guys go give uh USL Tactics a follow over on Twitter let them know the 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 MSL community sent you um but basically was just showcasing and highlighting some of the the movements and the you know the soccer IQ that that can create a lot more time and space not only for yourself but your teammates on on the on the pitch and that's really what you're trying to do create space uh, to maximize time to make decisions and sometimes you gotta come with a little flair you know to uh to wake them up or to uh shut them down um as the game progresses because it's like a it's like a movie right um uh, a live action movie that uh justin changes based on what people see and what how they view the game and their skills and um what they're good at what they're poor at so it all comes around so let's see Let's see what we got here. I think slides into the wing to nutmeg the defender, then gets into the box as a knockdown for his teammate. Oakland has um, has needed this up in the attack. So let's see, let's see. So it's been going well, as you can see. Maybe not so well for the opponent, right? Uh, but that's a that's what we that's what we like to see. <laughs> um, <clears throat> John dropping the I'm your head emoji. Thank you, thank you. You're back on the field. Um, yeah. So if anyone's got any questions about anything, please feel free to drop them in. Um, even <coughs> the of the <coughs> excuse me, the clips and uh, the breakdowns. Ah, okay, so I could pull up what it, what it was. Oh yeah, okay. Earthquakes. Here the X earthquakes, the X earthquake slides um, out to the wing to nutmeg a defender, then moves into the box to knock down a header to a teammate. Oakland has sorely missed this sort of driving impetus and intentions in attack. Um, and then we've got the next clip that I'll pull up here, um, where John had mentioned in in my favorite. In my favorite AmeriCorps play from the Las Vegas Light match, the forward picks up the ball at midfield, slows his dribble to cut in and begool a defender, uh, and slips a lovely through ball behind for a hockey assist. It re it's really good soccer, and it's um, emblematic of his instant impact. And uh, I've now recently realized and come to understand that uh, hockey assists don't get you assists here at the USL, but hockey assists do... Uh, do count um, sometimes it's always hit or miss at the MLS level so this is a clip that he was referring to and had uh, chopped and broke down and I, I like how he not only highlights the individual who he's focusing on but even slows down the clip so that um, you could better assess and understand where, where we're at so on this play I'd seen an opportunity on the long ball to catch the back line sleeping um, applied pressure and what was great about this is both Chewy and Lindo trusted that something positive was going to happen, that something good was going to result from the effort and work. So if you look at this, we're taking off here. Look where Chewy is. Look where Lindo is. 
Break off. Chewie's taken off. Lindo is well behind us, but still running. And when I check off my right shoulder, I see he's working to get into a good spot. So I slow down, play him through. He sees Chewie. And look at how like unselfish he is in that moment. This is a very unselfish play. This is a very team-oriented play, and this is a team. This is this is a play that happens based on trust in teammates, and I believe these connections have been are already have been built and are being built and and strengthened um, just off of the the conversations and work we're doing off the off the field. If you guys uh, were aware or knew, Lindo just recently was on the Perfect Soccer podcast. So, um, if you guys want to know a bit of his soccer journey and how he got to the professional level and his story. Make sure you guys check that out. I think it's episode 52. Maybe, yeah, I think episode 52. Um, right? So so this all comes together. What we're, looking at, what we're looking at right now on the field is the result of a lot of work that happened in the week leading up to it, right? The week leading up to it in terms of conversations with players on and off the field, work on the field in training, uh, gaining, uh, building trust amongst each other, building a, a level of connection and, and belief in each other's ability and feel for what we're good at, what our strengths and weaknesses are. And I think at this point in time, most players aren't thinking something positive will happen out of this. But boom, right there, immediate reaction. Chewie's taken off, right? But we need help. Boom, Lindo's in. We're slowing down. We're recognizing it. Cutting inside, creating space in an angle, entry through ball, forces the defender to come over and overcommit, creates space for Chewy, puts it away. Yeah. Um, yeah, and this is why I, I really appreciate these clips and, and um, John taking the time to put these together and, and lay it out this way because, um, uh, you know, there's a lot of elements, a lot of subtle, a lot of work that goes into this and, and, you know, there are moments in the game, but moments are, or, or these moments are only created and executed on because of a mass amount of work that goes in behind the scenes well, before game day. And on game day, you just get to see the result of that work, that effort, those deposits of time, effort, energy. And um, you see how impactful those, those ideas are, that work is on game day. So this is why it's huge, hugely important. We say, hey, don't uh, we we stay ready so we don't have to get ready. We're students of the game. Teamwork equals dream work. Um, you know, you you can't do it alone. You got to build your team. You got to be able to figure out how to work together with teammates and get them to buy into uh, buy into what you're bringing to the table. And in order to do that, you have to be able to execute on on the things that. Uh, that showcase why you should be out there and why you've earned your spot role position every day because you got to prove yourself every day. Um, so really, really like this play. I agree in terms of he says the his favorite play. That's my <clears throat> my favorite play of the game because of what I what I saw Lindo do to get there. If he doesn't make that run, he doesn't he doesn't allow for us to be able to score a goal. Let's see. 
let's see what we got here. Okay, so Danny said, are you planning on one day returning to the MLS or are you focused on winning the USL championship? Well, this year I'm focused on winning the USL championship. If uh, an opportunity at the MLS um, opens back up and uh, they reach out, you know, team, organization, we'll obviously have that conversation. I'm uh, I'm a free agent again at the end of the year, so uh, y- you're always working, right? And um, I think what we talk about here, you always got to be open to future potential opportunities, showcase that you're ready and you're and you can play to to the level and above the level if and when called upon. And I think you do your job well and and uh, you do it long enough, opportunity will come. So whether there's more opportunity uh, for extending a long term deal or contract here with uh, with the Roots or an opportunity at the MLS or another league, we will we will see what is available come the end of season. But my focus here this year is getting that USL championship. Um, Joe Jackson, how do you get good at identifying opponents' weaknesses, whether that's individual or as a team early, so you can exploit them? Great Great question, Joe. How do you get good? Well, the simplified version on how do you get good good is practice, repetition, right? Um, Now, what do you practice and how do you get your reps so that you can become get good at identifying those moments that comes with experience um, over time in my experience over time i've come to realize that your ability to to identify opponents weaknesses comes down to your your ability to hmm yeah, I'm trying to think of how you, how to articulate instincts that you gain through experience over time. And I'm trying to think about where where I start. So I start. So I start at the assumption that everyone on the field knows more than me and has a better understanding of the game. And I'm committed and focused to doing the work I need to do to understand how they see the game and accept and respect how they see and play the game. Because then that becomes a version of the game that I could play. It's a, it's a, it's a tool in my tool belt. Now, when I have that tool in my tool belt, I can now, not only can I execute on that or use that tool, so let's say it's a screwdriver and I know I can screw, screw things in, if I have a nail and that's a problem, I could use the end of my screwdriver to hammer in the nail, but it's not as efficient or effective to get the job done. But if my tool and how I approach the game is a, is a screwdriver and the person's next to me tool is a spatula, and in order to exploit or win the game today is to hammer the nail, well, my... Uh, <laughs> My screwdriver is better equipped to hammer in that nail than maybe the spatula. Right? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to build this framework. So let's see. And using a common common language of items and things that people understand and know. So then I can relate it to, to soccer. So now, uh, the spatula, right, <laughs> might not be great for hammering the nail, but if you change your tactics of the spatula and you 
flip it and you're using the um, the handle of the spatula and you're putting it within your hand and you bang into the wall. Now maybe it's equally as good as the as the screwdriver, right? So you've got different tools, but your tactics for how you use the tool changes the effectiveness of the task at hand. Now, if the task at hand is to screw in um, to screw in a screw, your screwdriver is going to be able to do that faster and more efficient. But the spatula, if you turn it to the side, you could still screw into the wall. So you might not be able to do it as quickly um, as quickly as the person with the tool, but you can still execute on the task at hand. So, in terms of using that generic framework, and I'm going to think through that more and figure out a, a more of a better example because I think this is this is good for breaking down. This is a complex um, uh, complex problem that you learn to solve through repetition over time. So the more experience you get, the more scenarios you see, the more tools you have in your tool belt. The issue and problem is if you're in a situation where you're not getting opportunities to gain experience, then you have to get good at adjusting the tools you currently have to make them work in any situation or environment. Um, think of it like the way I approach the game is all I have is a spatula and all the other players on the field have different tools. One's got a hammer, one's got a, uh, a drill gun, one's got a tool belt, right? Another one's got a, uh, a ruler, another one's got uh, nails and screws and no, no tool to do anything with it. So they're just out there trying to like hammer it in the wall with their, with their fists. But if, if you work long enough and you get strong enough, your hammer, can, your fist can be a hammer. So that's how we approach it. I might be able to show up with a spatula, but when I first showed up, I didn't have any tools. I just had my hands and my wits and maybe I'm just practicing hammering with my hands till my fist got strong enough and I can now punch punch nails into the wall and then you worked on your hand and grip strength until you could twist them into the wall and now eventually you can get to a point in time where your hands are your tool and now we use that and relate it to your feet right so you're translating that and how how can you you might not you might be in an environment where everyone else has tools but you have to figure out how to make tools now maybe you use your hands and now you can create your first tool and your first tool is a spatula, right? At least when you hit something with a spatula, it doesn't hurt your hand like it did when you're building up. But you still have the experience of knowing that you can do that. So I know I'm kind of jumping in terms of building this framework. And like I said, I'll, I, I, this is why I like the show because we, we talk through these things. You hear how I'm thinking through uh, breaking down the complex problem because that question I saw, I said that's a good one. That's difficult to articulate. <clears throat> Um, but, but at least getting some framework so you have the general idea allows you the creative space to think through ways in which you can creatively um, create tools that you don't have, uh, retool a tool to fit the environment you're currently in, um, and then decide how to change the game so that the tools you have give you the greatest likelihood or chance to, to win versus the tools your opponent has, right? So like, if this is a game of maybe now, the higher up you get in in professional sports, the more tools you have in your tool belt. We all got tool belts. A rookie's got like one tool in their tool belt and they got a spatula and they're sitting there going like, uh, 
I, I only have so many ideas. I can only do so much with this spatula. When you hopefully by the time you get to 13 years, and I'm pretty sure if you get to 13 years, you got a full belt of all these tools of all these different things, and you can pull out the right tool for the job at the right time. This timing's another um, another complex idea that we can break down another time. But um, that's what being a veteran is. And that's when I say experience and you gain experience by trying things, making mistakes and then learning from those mistakes. And the fastest way I've found to learn from those mistakes is practicing the three S's of self-awareness. So the design thinking, the methodology, how I'm sharing and articulating this with you guys is literally practicing what I preach. This is what I do every single day. When I show up, I step in as if I have no tools so I can learn as unbiased as I possibly can because someone might be showing up with a tool I've never seen before. And I wanna learn how to create uh, and have access to every tool at my disposal so that I can maximize my time in the game. So a question asked to me earlier was, what are some goals that you have? My goal is to maximize the amount of time that I can play the game. If I wanna be able to play until I'm 50 years old, I wanna be able to be so um, experienced and so good at identifying the opponent's weakness early enough that my productivity and impact on the game is so great that it makes up for anything I might be losing as I gain, uh, as I, as I get older physically. We talked about mentality age, I say 70 right now for me, I feel I'm 70. Um, uh, uh, chronologically, I'm 33. Physically, I'm 26 because I made a decision early in my career to make sure that I'm not going to just rely on my athletic attributes. I'm going to develop my IQ. I'm going to learn the game. I'm going to learn to think the game. I'm going to test new ideas. I'm going to approach it with a uh, with a coach's mentality, a, menta- a mentor's mentality, um, an efficiency um, perspective. You know, uh, being in good spaces at the right time is more important than showcasing that you can sprint all over the field and be the fastest person and strongest person or like that can get you attention that gets people to to watch or maybe give you an opportunity but the higher you get up in the game you're you're working against individuals who might not have those same athletic attributes but that means they're they're recognizing key moments in the game earlier than you which means they're maximizing their time relative to yours and um those are the tools that i've been spending my time focusing in on developing. So I believe I have a very, very deep Rolodex and 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 of not only tools that I can show up with with on me, but also tools that I can reach out to or reach or tap into within my network uh, for the moments in time that I might not have that experience, right? Because teamwork makes dream work. You you don't necessarily um, you know you're not the best person for every job always. But knowing who the best person is for any job at the time is a skill set that um, very few players are actively working to develop over the course of their career. So um, tying it back to you earlier when I said, you know, if you're hyper specialized and super good at free kicks from distance, maybe that's the only thing you can do. But it's so impactful and influential on the game that it justifies you just being out there and the team playing down a man. I mean, that's a system of play that would be very hard to break down and beat because the other team would have to, the other team would know 
or would learn um, what your specialty is. So now they have to rethink and reapproach the entire game. It disrupts their their entire plan and everything that they're they're looking to do because they now have to be mindful and aware of the fact that you can score from literally anywhere on the field at any time, and you you don't even have to move. You're just gonna move. You you don't even have to move, right? So that's one angle or aspect. Um, take it's easier to understand the idea of just like being a free kick specialist. Now, if we're taking that over to what I'm thinking in terms of the approach to the game, and I'm loving this because we're talking about USL tactics and how we're implementing these ideas and gaining experience. Um, you know, what if your ability to communicate and to direct and identify issues and problems on the field is so strong that you can identify those early enough, communicate with your teammates in a manner that becomes almost impossible to break down, right? You You don't you don't have to play or contribute in the way in which most people think is the way to play. Um, you're, you're, you're optimizing for the most efficient way to get the outcome that's wanted and needed, which is winning, winning the game. And that's the most important thing at the professional level. Now, when we're on this platform, we're talking here, we're talking about player um, and person, personal development, player development, um, getting to a level of proficiency with your skill sets on the ball, off the ball, runs, movement. You still need to be able to play the game, but we really break down how you can think the game and know when's the right moment and time to um, be seen, right? Um, And for what reason? If everyone sees you and all their attention is on you, you can drag all that attention and people out of really good areas. And we'll tie that back into so we went down that that journey, right, of thinking, and we can tie it back here to the clip that we're watching here right now. So identifying this team is in trouble, weakness, there's miscommunication between the back line, so we're putting pressure. Now they're both caught out. They see that, okay, we're going to get back into good positions, but I'm slowing down to drag them wide because I see Lindo's already making his run in. We're cutting inside. Now he's through ball. The other defender has to step. He's late. Boom. Chewy. Right. That's an identification of the issue or problem early, already running before the ball is even to half line. Right. In a good position. Now we slow down. We give our teammates time to get to space. We cut to create angles. Then we give a good ball. Right. That ball has to be weighted at the right pace, the right time, the right um, direction. That's only happening if, you know. I'm making sure I'm getting my reps on on the training pitch so that when I am in that moment, I can execute on that um, on that pass. So it's a lot of stuff coming together in this moment, and we're able to break these down. And again, shout out to John for putting this <coughs> together so I can talk through this with you with you all here um, live and on the replay. This is where and how you you can identify opponents' weaknesses and where it's at, but you also have to be in a position where you're physically, mentally, and emotionally to execute on that as well, right? And these connections and these passes and this, this faith and trust and belief in players to get into good positions to help their teammates, that's also built before we step on the field. But um, great question. Appreciate you guys hanging on with me while I while I work through that one. Um, that one is, uh, that was a heavy one. Uh, Nia said, what is something you use from the MSL in every single training games? 
the the approach i'm constant <coughs> i am i'm tuned in and focused in on being as focused and present as i possibly can be in every moment while on the on the pitch and um and that's a constant game it's almost like a meditative state of self-reflection and it takes time right you're building you're building your your capacity to be able to retain more and more information be focused for longer and longer bouts of time um just like i said confidence is a muscle it's a skill set um and you you use it you lose it uh mental capacity how you're mental stamina focus stamina is also um, a muscle and yeah and what i've come to realize is because uh, approaching it like that and training in that manner for long enough you start to get fit you get your mental fitness and then you can start to see your separation your ability to maintain your focus uh for longer and longer bouts of time which means you have more time to test more ideas gain more experiences and add to your tool belt so that's something I use from it. Um, let's see. <clears throat> Nia said, I really like how you phrase that. It feels that if you don't have the same amount of experience as your opponent, if you know them, you can feel inferior. But that is that is definitely not the case. Exactly. You, f- you figure out a way to beat them. If they're more experienced and they're better with the – if they're better at – if they're better at, you know, passing – tiki-taka pass and move on you, then – then it's not the smartest idea, in my opinion, to try to beat them at their game. Change change it to where they're playing the game that you're more likely to win. Right? Think of it like a... Yeah. We've we've discussed that uh, in the past. Um, <clears throat> Nia said, we we all have a soccer IQ, probably one stronger than you think. But at the end of the day, it's, a, it's, it's just about how you uh, use it. Exactly. You'd be super smart, but if you don't know when or how to use your smarts, um, how smart are you, right? And if uh, you're smart enough to at least know, if you're smart enough to at least try and believe in yourself to figure it out, that's pretty smart for me. Um, But are you smart enough to learn from the things that you've done well as well as the things you haven't done great? That's even smarter. Uh, But all right, we'll we'll start wrapping up the show here. I think that towards the end there, that was a deep one. Um, So I appreciate everybody sticking around. Um, Joe said the MSL game of 40 chess just came out in full in that explanation. Thanks so much. Yeah. Uh, I, I realize so it's a, it's a, it's a balance, right? I think one indicator as to where everyone's at in the live, right, is how many people are on board in the live and staying tuned in and focused in and dialed in throughout the entire show, right? So that's one indicator. I also see the, the engagement with the likes and comments. I also see how quickly questions are coming in the chat box, what comes in the chat box, how the community is having conversation, what's going on there. Um, um, <clears throat> so when you opened up uh, that question, I went, okay, that's a complex one. That's going to take me uh, a little bit of time to talk through and sort out in my mind. Um, so that we can articulate that and share share with everybody. But um, I appreciate the question because, uh, yeah, it's showing it's showcasing to me the the growth of our community, the work that you guys are doing um, on your own, and your commitment to improving uh, 
um, improving in every way that you feel um, can be advantageous to your your path to soccer success, both on and off the field, right? So appreciate the question. Um, Hope it is of some value, and I'm sure we'll reference it here in the future as we dial in um, on that aspect. Uh, Let's see. Just said, I'll definitely be watching that explanation back just to digest it even more. I'll need to, I'll actually, I'm going to rewatch it as well too, so I can better understand how to better refine and condense that down into a more um, palatable uh, analogy, right? We've all, we've used the, you know, brushing your teeth analogy is always good, the exponential growth uh, analogy, but now we're talking about like tactics tactics and and knowing when and where to tap into experience and what to do when you don't have experience. That's an experience. That's a concept. That's an idea. Um, And we're trying to, we're not even trying, we are breaking down how to have that conversation over uh, an IG live, just using our words. So that's, that's, you know, that's translating experiences across generations, across language, uh, language barriers, uh, experience uh, gaps, Wow, when you really think about it, um, what we're doing here is very, very. What's up, Danny? Welcome, Jerry. Um, I think, yeah, big, big time, big stuff. Um, you know what? We gotta let's 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 end it. We went deep into the tactics, and uh, and but now let's we'll end it on some flair, right? Let your boy do, oh gosh, oh gosh, Timmy Pig, what's going on? Um, <clears throat> uh, didn't even get to mine, uh, Pogba said, didn't even get to mine, I guess I'll ask next week. Yes, sir, I'll see you next week. Please feel free, um, keep that to the ready and we will we'll get to that um, next week. I appreciate everybody joining in and I appreciate this, oh gosh, high level Meg, woo, flair. Gotta give, gotta give people what they want a little bit too, right? Look at that uh, engagement and everything back up, proof. Because we ended, we ended with some, with some fun, some flair, right? We went deep, uh, you know, clogged up the system a little bit with that high level, the high level thinking, high level experience. Um, but uh, yes, everybody, appreciate, appreciate you tuning in. Appreciate the questions. There's some good ones. Uh, good ones tonight. Um, uh, make sure to go follow USL Tactics over on Twitter. Let them know the MSL Army Perfect Soccer uh, sent you, and we'll sort of look at it one more time. <sighs> maybe we get oh gosh, maybe we get another angle because he, he stepped off the field and was not happy with himself uh, afterwards. But uh, caught him at the uh, the MLS All Star event. <coughs> Oh, yeah, caught him at the MLS All-Star event at the MLS PA um, event before the, the barbershop panel, so it's good. I'm off to upload. Okay, Pogba said, I'm off to upload the video to YouTube when this ends. Awesome. So uh, make sure you guys are following Pogba, uh, Pogba's account as well, too. He's been chopping clips and taking the best pieces that he's enjoying and, and putting them up there as well, too. So I'm loving seeing the community. Uh, working together to break down these clips, bring them, post them, tagging me in it. Uh, you know, when I see it, uh, love to show love, reshare, retweet, and then more importantly, 
bring it to attention here on the show so we can kind of go through it. Uh, you guys are helping me out because I know there's there's ideas and things that we've been wanting to do, but as you guys have clearly seen, uh, you know, a lot of projects and things in the works. So um, when you guys are able to take, you know, self-honesty, when you take that self-initiative, you put this stuff together, hey, um, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Um, and I, I appreciate it. So, uh, thanks again, everybody, as always see you same time, same place. And if you didn't know, I'm in your head. Quincy Ameriqua here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash radio. That's PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and see you guys in the next episode.